1: Yeah, not
0: at 100%. uh, So, yes, Dr. Morbius, from parts unknown, is a little bit under the weather today, recovering from a cold, a pretty nasty one, huh?
1: Nasty, yeah, nasty.
0: And uh, and recovering from getting kicked in the ass by Daylight Savings, which I loathe, and uh, other things. So, anyway, who are we? What are we doing here? Why are you listening to us? That's right. These questions and many more will be answered within the next 60 minutes. Give or take. Anyway, this is Slow Robotagogo, big show number 64. What makes it big? Who cares? Uh, My name is Mao, and with me, as always, as I said earlier, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. So, you can check us out at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. You can check us out on Stitcher. You can check us out on iTunes you can check us out on sliceradio.com.au. Basically, we are everywhere you need to be on the internet, so check us out. If you have any questions or comments, you can either send us an email at z-e-n-b-o-n-e at com, or you can do as many others have and join the Facebook group. There you can engage in lots of wacky shenanigans and telling us about Why our top ten lists are wrong, why they're right, why we're funny, why we're not, all that fun stuff. If you want to join the Facebook group, you can either search for Slow Robot or I've made it so easy, you can just go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com and click the link on the bottom of the page that says Facebook here. We also have Twitter and other shit, but who cares about (laughs) that? (laughs) Twitter is quickly going away, and thank the Lord for that. Anyway... Oh, Doctor Morbius. How's your week been, man? Yeah, it's been struggling a bit, but <laughs> yeah. you know,
1: i I d I'm doing my best. I'm yeah, doing my best.
0: You went uh you left work early on Friday and ran yeah. out with your other podcast to buy up some comic books or No,
1: no. I don't I didn't do we didn't do a podcast.
0: No, I know, but you let, didn't you leave early and went to Wilson's? Wilson's. Oh, before? that was this
1: Friday. Oh, I thought it was the last Friday before this. Oh yeah, I wasn't expecting. Like I can to go remember there. last
0: Friday before this. Yeah, that's come right. on, I man. forgot, man. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to do anything, but then they said to go to the comic shop, so I went to the comic shop, got a few books. You yeah, that's all good. So, what is your other podcast? Two Dimension Comic Book Podcast, A podcast with uh, no uh, no direction. And no <laughs> energy, apparently. Uh, well, <laughs> it's been a while since we did it. The last one was a, a cluster, let's just say. Ah, the drunken hot mess that uh, was. Another one. Another drunken hot mess. Oh, No. Yeah, it's part two, drunken hot mess. Oh my God! And yes. and and as I'm gonna say right now, it's gonna be the last drunken hot mess, as far as I'm concerned. So. Oh, you're gonna put a, <laughs> put the clamps down on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, I think Doctor Morbius is gonna lay down the law. You know, there let's you just get go. serious about this stuff. You
0: know, right? I got you. It, it's a funny thing, you know, and uh, I experienced it too with our with a, an old show I used to do, bunch yeah. of dorks, where. Um, <clears throat> You know, but you're probably I, a nice drunk. No, I'm not. Yeah, okay. um, I'm very sarcastic and angry, and I would, and uh, basically, you know, you have to separate them. Although podcasts are very fun, they are. You have to approach them kind of like, uh, like work. Like yeah, sure you have do. to be on point. You have to have your homework sure. done, and you have to not be hammered because if you don't do any of those three things. <laughs> It's, people listening are like, oh my god, this is just a mess.
1: I think so. And
0: I used to try to drink, because we do uh, the show on a Friday night, you know, if you're a long work week, you're like, yeah, pop up in some beers and just have, and let, let loose, and that is, does not equal entertainment it was
1: terrible no it equals yeah. like fun for some people but, you know. but a nightmare for everyone else not so, for the listener yeah. so basically and, and, and let's just say that i uh i got a bad response from somebody about that show so we'll just leave it there right well that's <laughs> what happens
0: you know yeah. people like people like uh turn to you for entertainment they like it even though yeah. listen the podcast is a losing game as far as money um very few people make anything off of them it's it's more of a labor of love yeah. well like what we do you know, we uh, this is all out of my, our pockets, my pocket, your pocket, your time, my time, but you don't care because it's something you love. Yeah. Um, but you still have. I always felt like I still owed uh, the listeners at sure. least sure. to bring my game, you know, make sure I'm at least entertaining or informative, whatever. You know, it's a pretty it's it's pretty touchy. You know, because
1: exactly podcasts
0: are actually just a bunch of idiots in front of a microphone, and um you, you are, know. but at
1: least you gotta be a knowledgeable idiot, and we are knowledgeable idiots on my other, oh my God, too. you guys know
0: so much we you, are but. you dust off names and things, and I'm like, oh, what? I can't even remember my family names as much yeah, as as yeah. you guys uh, do, so
1: anyway mm-hmm.
0: so anyway, enough of all this shenanigans and what's nots and goings on um, what are we here for today? We're here for about an hour. <laughs> nice. That's like how most of our movies are. We right. review B movies in case this is your first show. In which case, where have you been for sixty-three shows?
1: And and review in the, in the loosest sense of the word. I yes. think you know we, we like talk about them and goof on them right. and love well, them and all yes, love them and hold them and pet them and squeeze yeah, them. Remember yeah, that Bugs Bunny? Yeah, that, there you go. Uh,
0: well, before we do jump in, I was out uh, trolling yard sales as I often do, and I found. Uh, some vinyl. Now this guy had this is this wasn't the typical fair. He had like real music. Um, <clears throat> you know, mostly vinyl you find boxes upon boxes of just garbage at the at the thrift stores and stuff. You know, but this guy had real things. I ended up buying a couple like Jimi Hendrix's Greatest Hits, uh, Queen's Greatest Hits, which I had, but the one we had was real ratty. So this is a new one, like very good condition. And then I find a Led Zeppelin bootleg. Oh, nice! It's a two. It's a double album called uh, Absence. I guess it was made right around when they Led Zeppelin made Presence. So then oh, they okay. and it's this bootleg, and I got it pretty cheap. <coughs> and I'm seeing online that they're selling for eighty to ninety dollars. Oh. You know, so I'm, yeah. I'm 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 turning it over. I'm, I I don't like Led Zeppelin that much. I don't dislike them. I have a lot of their stuff, but. <laughs> I'd rather I'd be happier with the eighty dollars. I'll just put it eighty
1: extra dollars, you know. Well, you so. gonna put it on the ba- on the bay? Yeah,
0: I guess. so. Well, if you
1: if you do that, maybe I'll give you a couple of my bootlegs that um I don't want. <laughs> Dude, check them out. Look at them online. Cause I don't go on eBay because I uh I hate eBay.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, me, and too, it, me too, but when I make a buck, I make a buck. And uh, what and you I, do is and I got a funny eBay I uh, have a bootleg
1: story about it. Take
0: your take type in if you want to find out if it's worth anything. Go to Pop Spike. Dot .com. will be worth a few. Or bucks. just just Google pop spike. And what that does is that sh- that shows the history of what that album sold for on all, like the last like year or two.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a really good resource. Like cuz sometimes you're like, oh, this will be worth so much and then you check it, and you're like, oh, nothing, zero. You got nothing, you know. Yeah, so th- this one got quite a bit of money I'm going to turn it over cuz who cares about some
1: bootleg. Like, well, you can make you know. a copy of it, right? I can, yeah. yeah make can probably of of I'll probably rip one. I'll rip, it. It. ripping a copy of it just for you know shits and giggles or whatever. And if
0: it doesn't sell for what I want, I'll just keep it.
1: I mean, I don't care if it stays or not, but I'd rather be, I'd rather make the money, you know. Well, it, here's my bootleg story. I don't know if I told you this before. I bought a bootleg years ago, like in the, years ago, as in the 70s. Yeah, it was a David Bowie bootleg. It's the last show of the Spiders from Mars, and Jeff Beck shows up. It's a, it's a, it's, it's from a TV broadcast. Wow. So I'm listening to side one and it's cool. So I flip it over to like put on side two and all of a sudden the first thing that comes up is like this like this this jointed violin music and then this like woman who sounds like freaking like the crypt keeper's wife talks about uh you know a satanic orgies consist of 13 members in the circle i thought my i thought my turn what did yoko
0: ono did <laughs> no. she come she walked
1: on for a performance yeah. i thought my turn yeah. was like was like possessed <laughs> and it freaked me out really bad and then after that lady's done with her thing it gets to back to music so i want to exercise that from my collection nice. so
0: i bet you that'll make some money man. i
1: sure will yeah
0: oh we never even recorded that one remember that one um that pressing where that guy is talking about Hyundai calls that Texan sent oh yeah made, his, yeah made his love made not love but made his record for his friend and oh goes,
1: we gotta we gotta play that I
0: sure. know I'm gonna do that one day uh, but yeah. one day never comes anyway yeah. we're here to talk about movies what have you seen this week Dr. Morbius nothing no I, uh you know
1: what? Talk about your movies first. Cause that, I <laughs> you're ca- going to
0: try to summon your...
1: Yeah, I'm going to try to summon the through the through the layers okay. of mucus. I, uh, yeah, you're a little bit cloudy still from the cloudy,
0: cold. Man. All right, I watched one called Zeta 1. Oh God! Which was a weird. <laughs> That's a boob fest. Yeah, that boob movie. fest. It's, it's British. I know that Lots of movie, British yeah. boobs and tarts. Not not bad. Um, it's, it's not, not a good movie, but there's enough boobage there yeah, to make you up, stay. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I can stick around for this. Yeah, yeah. Now there was this documentary I watched called Dreams of a Life. Now this one was one of the most captivating documentaries I've ever seen. Um, what it was is about a, it's about a woman in London who they found in a... She died, and she just melted into the carpet. Like, they found a skeleton. Oh. She was there for three years in this London flat. The TV was still on. Oh. Like, and they're talking about this girl. Because at first you're thinking, okay, you know, someone died in their apartment, and they just... No one ever... No one saw him for three years. And then you're like, well, who cares? That's probably some crazy cat lady or whatever. This was like a young girl. This mm. was like a she had friends, she had like, she had a job, she had four sisters. And you start to like, as you're watching this, this full, the story's unfolding and you're like, how the hell did this happen? And then you start to think like, the whole time you're like, who would miss me? You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where you start to like, kind of actually, it's a very captivating story, very sad story, tragic, you know, and uh, just Really cool. I would I would really advise anyone So
1: ha she was young and she just like got sick or something and she died and she they died in her d- They house? don't know
0: how she died. Mm. But... Because it's just a skeleton, you know? And like how long before
1: like somebody in three the British years. Pro- dude. What <laughs> did this this isn't Britain? London. England? London, yeah. Are they stupid or something? Well, I wouldn't say that. They, But why like, wouldn't... Like, like, doesn't, doesn't the bills pile up for the apartment? That's, right? They
0: showed... They showed... Like, the mail was just getting shoved through that sl- slot. Like, the only reason they found her is because they they came to repossess. Didn't it stink? Yes, but... like and, Look, it had to be... It had to kind of be one of those, like, perfect storms. Like, a perfect thing for this to work out like this. Because... I was talking about it with my pop after I watched it. And I said, you know, the TV was still on, the the everything was still going, and then you're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And and it, it had to be one of those things where it was probably the the Lo- the London flat was controlled by a big conglomerate, where no payment didn't catch up for a year or two, and then finally it did, and it had to go through the courts. Like you know Reclosure, what I mean? Like like because you know in America pretty much if you if you don't pay you have about twenty minutes and they cut it does off. Does this girl have parents? Yes. Didn't they want to? F- didn't they knock? Oh wait. You know what? They didn't talk about parents. So I'm assuming that the mother died or the, the parents mm-hmm. died. But four siblings, four sisters.
1: You would think that they would like knock Bo- on their door. Boyfriends.
0: Boyfriend. Nobody. Is.
1: That's hard to believe. And right?
0: I know it is hard to believe, but it's real. Because what they said was she was like one of those like kind of flighty people. She didn't. She had problems where she didn't want to get too close to people, but she liked being close to people. She changed jobs regularly, like, you know, like one of those, you know those people at, like, where we work, where they just get angry and they just leave? So she must have been one of them, like, kind of a goofy, so they, probably everyone just was like, oh, where's, what's her name? And then they're like, oh, I don't know, well, hmm, yeah, I'll check out, and then they never look. It was really, it was a, you couldn't stop watching it. In fact, I would watch it a second time just because of, it. it's odd. It was just so odd, you know. And but it, it, it but it's that,
1: so odd that I'm not believing it actually. I uh,
0: it's it's a real okay. story. Yeah. Cuz the, the people who did the the people who did this documentary actually like put out advertisements and had it on the side of their car like who is this? They didn't even know who she was at first. Like and then they find her name and then they're like, "Well, there's nothing about this person." Like, "Who the hell is this person?" Like it, okay. the way it on unvo- it was good. Okay,
1: know. well, there was this there was this um actress Remember her from uh, a couple years ago that, that they found her dead, mummified in her apartment? She was a B-movie actress that was in Attack of the Giant Leeches and... Uh, uh, oh, oh,
0: right. Like, yeah, because all the... like and Again, the mail, right? Yeah, they found it...
1: Because she was a shut-in
0: and all that mail was in. We talked about her on... Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that's kind of like the same story. But she was like a year. And some of the neighbors started like freaking out because they saw this mail. And finally, right. somebody got into... you know this, But this one was 80... You know what I mean? I know. And it was, it's like it's an older woman with no siblings and probably all her relatives are dead. I could see that a lot more than... I, you know. It's just our world we live in okay. now. And, and it, But yeah, it's, it's a very... When you watch the
0: story, you're like... At first, you're kind of like, how did that happen? Then you say, yeah, I guess I see how that did happen. Hmm. It's pretty wild. It, okay. it was a gripping documentary. I would advise anyone to go see it. Uh, let's see. Boy, I can't read my writing. When something killed the world when uh, oh when albums ruled the world yeah, yeah, that's, yeah i saw that's that what one i told you about yeah it was a very good uh, it was a really cool uh, documentary uh, and you talked about it we talked about it in there yep. i watched one called stranded which was a nice sci-fi movie and i'm trying to figure i can't remember this one there's one called love i i remember i liked it a great deal um but i can't remember it
1: must be really good it was no it was was it a movie or yeah, no it was a
0: movie it was like two years two weeks problem is it was two weeks ago and like my brain resets so often mm, uh, okay yeah so I watched the one called Stranded and I watched one called Love I have to remember that one because that one I really liked a lot and then uh, the last two I watched were How to Live Forever which was like a documentary that uh, was uh, follow around like really old people and like their secrets to living forever and then like course they met like with people that were like oh on the diet where they eat like a pea a day or or like a carrot a day you know nice. that kind of stuff so people that are trying to live forever oh and they had that crazy remember a uh, three's company that uh susan summers susan suzanne summers Yeah, they had her and she was bouncing off the wall a lot you know because she had she's on all these like drugs Nice. Like you know, like testosterone and Adderall and blah 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 blah, and that's in this perfect combination, and it's making, allowing me to live forever. And I'm like, oh my god! And then the last one I watched was the comedy Super Troopers, which was glorious. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. If you say so. Now I remember. Love was this. Love was a story about an astronaut who was up, saddling saddle. He was around the Earth sat in a satellite. You know, um. What the okay. hell? Orbiting the Earth, I was trying. I yeah, couldn't yeah, think yeah. of the word. And basically, that that he was supposed to come home. And um. And and like war broke out, and then that was it, and then he was he was up in Earth he was up above the Earth forever, and uh, Weird. it was yeah it was it was a it was a like it was an indie movie, and there was a time travel s- part of it where. I didn't kind of get that so much, <laughs> like like some of it didn't work as good as it should have. But it was a, overall, it was a fun movie to watch. It was just a, this guy, a, a lone astronaut orbiting the Earth, and you know, and they showed like all the lights going out because the nuclear nuclear war had happened, like um, where like world. War, you can assume World War Three. They never said anything. It was just this garbled transmission that said that bad things are happening here. I uh, I don't know when I'll be able to get to you next time. You know. And that was his only communication back to the Earth, back and forth. And then um, that was it. He never heard from Earth again.
1: You know, we always assume that World War III is going to be some nuclear thing. What if it happens and it's not? You know, there will be World War Four. We'll be worried about it or whatever. You know, what if it, there's a World War Three and not every country nukes each other? They drop some.
0: Well, yeah, but that's it's, not
1: like a total like annihilation. Or I don't whatever. think it would be. Yeah. You know, like a virus will get us or a comet.
0: And bring that on. We've done we've done our damage here, uh, but you yeah, know yeah. if there's a World War III, you know you'd probably figure whoever gets involved, a couple nukes will get blasted. Most other countries won't be affected, oh, yeah. or but the whole thing will, it'll it'll reset to a point where humanity's just shit. You know what I mean? Like global infrastructure will go down, monetary system would go down. Everyone's so dumb; they don't know how to like farm or like make anything anymore. You know, so once the factories go, no one can even sustain life like to cook or like grow their own food. So life would be really shitty for a couple of decades,
1: but it would yeah, come. Ba- yeah, it would
0: it come, would come, come back. back. I mean, yeah. I- I'm not saying it'd be the end of the world if if you know if the major couple major countries go away, but it would be pretty bad because uh, we've lost our way with this the, the the standard things like you know after World War One. Every every family knew how to, like, cook and grow crops and shit like that. Like, and, you know, so it would be... They could have easily just kept on with life. Yeah, yeah. Now everyone just looks at a piece of glass in their hand. And, yeah, basically. And they, yeah. they don't even care enough to look up, type in how to grow vegetables in their little piece of glass. They don't care. Yeah. So if we got knocked back a couple pegs, you know, It would be a bumpy ride, in my opinion. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe human spirit is more capable than I give it credit for, Mm because I I don't give it credit for anything. Anyway, enough of my yammering. What have you watched? Do you remember anything?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Do Do you want to share? Yeah, I'll share with you. Okay. (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) Uh, What did I watch? Son of of Dracula. Nice. With uh, Lon Chaney Jr. Kind of playing... He's ca- it's called Son of Dracula, but he's actually playing Dracula, so it's kind of uh, a weird one, you know. I guess there already was a Dracula movie, and there was a Dracula's daughter, so I guess they had to go Son of Frankenstein. Okay, how about Son of Dracula? But in this one, he plays the clever. He's cleverly known as Dr. Alucard. Now, of Ooh. course, you know if you flip Alucard around, it's uh, Dracula. Uh, so. Red Rum, look at it, yeah, in yeah, the red mirror, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind of interesting in the sense that he's not really. He's trying to be like suave guy or whatever, but he's he's you know Lon Chaney Jr. You know, he's a big bulky nah. dude or whatever. There's a couple of good scenes and there's a couple of funny scenes and at the end when he's like when they burn up his coffin, he starts acting like Larry Talbot again. So, but it's it's worth watching. It's worth watching. I enjoyed. It, it was on the uh, horror host show Sanguini. So. That's always a lot of fun, too. Yeah, you, you love know. those. So, I, yeah.
0: It's a nice little time capsule, you know, the thing. Yeah, know.
1: yeah, it is. It's fun because it's like, it gives you a little info, and he acts stupid, and it's kind of like, you know, like old school, like local, even though it's not local, it's like old school local television or mm-hmm. whatever. So, you know. I did watch another movie, but that's not even worth mentioning because I didn't even watch the whole thing. It was just like, I just came up, up on it by accident, and it was something called like... Uh, I'm not even gonna talk about it because I did not even remember the title of it. It was just, it was like some indie movie about some guy in France and he meets a chick, and then like he has an affair with her, and then all of a sudden he meets a British chick there, and it's like some. I don't know why I was watching it because you know who's (laughs) in it? uh, Christian Bale's in it or whatever. The guy who plays Batman or whatever. I mean, it was okay. It had a punk rock theme to it because it was it was late '60s. I think it was late '60s, early '70s or whatever. You Mm. know, so. I I think it was called like the Metro something or other. I don't know. It's not even worthwhile. It was yeah. it was watching it when I was like really sick, so it's probably yeah. why I watched it. or Oh, whatever. and you said you
0: found a kung fu documentary.
1: Yeah, and of course not being prepared, I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> but we will give it to you later on in the show. Yeah, I have do to do a find that. It is on Netflix. I have to. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine about. It. He goes, Yeah, I have that, and it sucks. So what can I tell you? Oh, uh-huh. okay. Not but even more but of it, if but you, it, if you know a lot about kung fu. You're not going to learn anything new from it, but you will. You may enjoy it. You know. I think he said something that it was. It was. um, It was produced by some guy called Rick Myers, who does a lot of kung fu stuff. So yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, I saw that on that. Isn't
0: Rick Myers the quarterback for the? (coughs) Used to be that washed-up quarterback. Who knew he was a kung fu cinematographer? Who knew? All right, enough of that shenanigans. So next, we're going to go on to our top 10 lists. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. All right. And now for something you'll really like is the top ten. What is our top ten list this week, Dr. Morris? Top Martius?
1: ten movies we saw at theaters or drive-ins. Ah, nice. Back when we used to go to movie theaters to see ah, movies. Ah, <laughs> those were the days. Yeah, so these are oldies but goodies. So, shall I start? Yeah, please do. Uh, let's see. Adam at, at a drive-in, I did see the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Back in like seventy six or seventy seven, yeah? pretty, pretty strong stuff, you know, for that day. Now it's probably like, uh, you know, not after The Walking Dead. It's like, uh, you know, nothing spectacular, but right. definitely like uh, a, a rough movie to watch, but a good one. Not The Living Dead. I saw that in the movie theaters too, in the seventies though, not in the sixties. Again, wow, cool. I, it, I hadn't seen that on TV before, so it was a rough, you know, watch or whatever for the first time, you know. Yeah. Uh, the first, uh, well, not the first, Dirty Harry, you know, the nice. original, uh, Eastwood, yeah. Back when my dad used to take us to the movies and I was like, what do you man, want to see? Man, you got a quality list going on here. My, mine's like you. all over the place. I, I, um, <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, I was only like 10 or whatever. My dad's like, oh, okay, we're going to go see what I want to see. Let's go see Dirty Harry. <laughs> Your hair. dad had
0: no concept of like, you know. No, parental, yeah, you know, know. Parental guidance. No, it's like, you know,
1: so you're watching this movie, you see naked women, people getting shot, but you see classic, a classic movie. So thank you, dad, for taking me to see that yeah, movie. Yeah, really. Oh, uh, let's see, Planet of the Apes, I saw the first one in the movie theater with my mom. <laughs> Great movie, still <laughs> love it today. Yeah, I don't know why, I guess I wanted to go see it and my dad probably didn't want to. Uh-huh. So our mom was like, okay, I'll take you. You know, I still remember going to see it at the Palm Springs Theater. Great stuff. Uh, let's see, which ones? the other ones will I Godfather, saw that in the movie theater, wow. the first one. Uh, oh, here's one from the 60s that I saw. I've only ever seen the first Godfather. I never saw the second one. My friend gave it to me. I haven't watched it yet. He says it's even better. That's one I should really like do the whole thing. The third one's supposed to be shitty. I heard. Yeah uh frankenstein conquers the world little japan there <laughs> and where this is going back to the oh 60s Oh my God! can uh, you imagine yeah. seeing that in the theater i'd be like oh my god I, my uh, dad
0: was uh oh yeah, I was my dad was I, doing
1: an mst on I, was it, like, I, I thought
0: maybe you had beer no, you and your friends are no. like just hammered going no no, no hammer. this is
1: 1966 no <laughs> uh, my <laughs> dad my parents at like my dad you made, were like eight you went in there hammered you know you were drinking yeah, whiskey yeah, yeah. you know my dad was making fun of the movie the whole way through, and I was pissed off at him, you know. But he was the original <laughs> MST, I guess, right. or something. Uh, let's see. Okay, a couple of 3D movies. Again, these were reissues, but they were fun. To leave. Uh, House of Wax in 3D, the Vincent Price, with nice polarized lenses, so the 3D was really uh, was really cool. Uh, it Came from Outer Space, another one of those oh, old classics. Man. In 3D, yeah. There it was, it was like these art houses... And I guess for a while they had 3D month or whatever. So the yeah. the one that I did miss because I had to work and I couldn't get to it before it came from outer space. They played the creature in 3D. I did miss oh. that. One, so can you oh, imagine yeah. that? Can you imagine that double feature? Even now,
0: I'd be like, oh my god, it'd be
1: it'd be like crazy. I'd be like, it oh my 3D, god, I'm going. I'd take yeah. off from work to get there. Would, I wish they would show it again. Oh God. Oh, uh, let's see. A fistful of Dollars. Saw that and. Uh, in the 60s, for in the, in the movie theater, uh, <laughs> a couple of them that, well, whatever, you know. This one, this one has a story to which I'll just go briefly through it. The first, Emmanuel, I was like underage and oh, I got in. Man. I got in to see that bad boy, and of course, <laughs> embarrassment of all embarrassments. I'm sitting there, all of a sudden, I look in the first row, and I see my grandparents there, and I go, whoa! I'm gonna get busted, but. After like about 2 minutes they got up and left cuz I think they didn't think it was going to be what it was. This will you know be a nice I mean? love story. Oh wait, this no, is No, it's dirt. This
0: is yeah, this is hardcore.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's not really hardcore. Mm -mm. But the other one that I did sneak in to see that is hardcore is, of course, Deep Throat. Thank you. you Nice. You saw that in the theater? Oh, man. In the the nastiest theater you could imagine. Well, yeah. I don't
0: think those were being
1: shown in the... We were like 15 or 16, and we said, you know what? Let's just try it. And we did it. I couldn't even remember. I couldn't... We
0: went to... There was like that place that showed Triple X at the drive-in.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I I couldn't
0: remember any. I was there a few times.
1: I couldn't remember any of the... Yeah, those Dirty Drive-Ins, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay, Uh, what other two ones? I'll just do a couple of music ones. Song Remains the Same, I saw that in the theater. The funny thing about it was when it came out, they had just played in Tampa, but something happened. At Tampa, the weather hit and they cut the they cut the the set after like four songs. Yeah. So people were yelling Tampa like in the middle of the because the movie broke like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 oh my God! And uh, what was the other Woodstock? I saw that in the movie theater too. Not nice. in the 60s. Right. Later on, midnight movie. Boy, I did. Know?
0: I love that. Um, that song remains the same. Yeah. It was a really great performance, man. Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah it's I, a lot of when It was a lot of yeah, fun. It was a lot of fun. When he's sitting there playing it with a bow and everything, like, playing oh, his Oh, he's doing his, like, uh... He's, like, yeah. whipping it and all that crazy shit. I'm like, wow, that is nuts. Yeah. That's
1: my list. Yeah. Into. My list
0: is not very impressive, but, uh, like, most of it has, like, a, a story to it, which is why it's on the list. Um, I think I saw... It, I talked about my Jaws 3 and 3D story before, but... Yeah. Let's just say I was a young kid and I saw it in an urban theater and that's the first time I've ever witnessed people yelling back at the screen and I was too young to appreciate it and go with it so all right that's one I saw the black hole uh mm-hmm. the the Disney sci-fi classic Looking back I can see why I like st- uh sci-fi so much a lot of the stuff my parents took me to see were sci-fi a nice. lot a lo- like all the stuff from like the 70s and 80s is in here uh so I saw the black hole, which my mom was livid because she thought it was gonna be like a fun Disney film and it was a bit gory. So she took two kids to see that. Wow. She was not thrilled. Um I saw the original Star Wars at uh the Shankweilers drive in, which was that the world you know, the oldest in the country. Wow, nice. Yeah, it was very awesome. Um <laughs> I was at a drive in and there was one called Ghost Dad.
1: Oh, that was, uh, the reason I
0: the, the reason this is on the list is because well basically instead of watching a movie uh me and my date were fooling around and then we went to sleep <laughs> and we woke up and and the whole place was deserted and my car wouldn't start so I had to push my oh car my down the hills to like and then pop the clutch I mean literally they just left us there
1: Oh that's too funny <laughs>
0: So that has lots
1: of great, lots ghost, of great memories. Ghost dad. Yeah,
0: goes dead. Uh, lots of fooling around and then sleep. All right. Uh, Repo Man at the crazy old art theater, like I talked about when we did the Repo Man. Um, this is the new one because I just saw like a month, two months ago. The Man with the Iron Fists. Um, I like that kung fu movie. I know it's not well received, and I know there's a lot of flaws with it. I kind of wonder why the hell people nitpick a kung fu movie. it's mm-hmm. almost like have they never seen what's led up to this like there is almost no kung fu movie that would score above a ten percent in reality, but the people that love kung fu movies don't care about that you know, so I don't know why that one got that one got trashed um but whatever I enjoyed it um uh the origin- remember the the original the the beach theater showed the original Godzilla.
1: Wow, yeah. And that
0: was like right before I went to Korea. That was one of the last things I did in the United States before I left for Korea and I was thrilled. It was great to watch the original Godzilla on a big screen. Um I watched the Beavis and Butthead do America. That was um I actually would just went and watched that one by myself, which is rare, but wow. eh. yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. I saw Pulp Fiction in a theater. Why don't, <laughs> the reason this sticks out the most in my brain is we were me and a friend went to see the Pulp Fiction as a matinee. You know, one of those 2 o'clock in the afternoon things. We're sitting there, like, laughing. like Because like, there was a lot of funny parts, even that ultra-violent part where he, he they hit a bump and they blow that kid's brains out, oh, right, like, right. by accident. Well, me and my friend are, like, laughing. And as people are filing out of this thing, because it's filled with, like, retired people... They're like looking at us like we're Satan. You know what I mean? Like, like, like they were literally like, oh, you're the devil, you know. So that was funny. I had a great time. That was really funny. Um, I saw The Terminator at the movie theater, the original Terminator, which I love the Terminator series. Um, I saw My Parents Took Us to See Close Encounters of the Third Time at a theater, which was awesome. And then finally, The Class of 1999. Now, the story with this one and what makes it funny is me and my friend in high school double took a double date to see this. And as the double dates, as my friend's girlfriend drove, me and him can, proceeded to drink a bottle of scotch. So we get to this thing, and it's like a, a later movie. Like We watched maybe ten minutes of it. The girls were angry that we were going to it. We're drunk and belligerent. We We, we sit down we immediately pass out and literally like like an hour after the movie the guy that was cleaning up the theater just like poked us with a broom all all four of us me and my friend had passed out drunk and, and the two girls like just went to sleep because they didn't they were bored of the movie so <coughs> so basically like the lights are on and this dude just like pokes us with a stick saying like get out of here oh, so, God. so that's why I liked the seeing Class of 1999 and then the theater so, yay for that. Okay, all right. <laughs> anything else? Did you got anything? No? All right. Now we're going to be going into our movie du jour, which is The Love War.
1: Forest is and squirrel!
0: Okay, so today we are going to be reviewing a TV movie that Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown dropped on yours truly he's like ah oh, check this one out it's called The Love War and I was like what and he's like it's a TV movie and I said what and he's like it's right up your alley yeah, and I really. said what
1: so but he was correct on all accounts Um, it was awesome yeah Yeah, I never saw it when I was a kid though it was kind of one of those that I just saw like on uh, torrent site and I said okay I'll check it out. Why not? You know, it's a movie of the week. Those are usually like got uh, interesting people, and it was an interesting movie. A really incre- incredibly low budget movie. I mean, except for the actors, maybe. Yeah, you know. and
0: it. But it, and it was. I see. Generally, I hate. I I wouldn't even consider a TV movie. I just have this stigmatism in my brain, like. Stigmatism? Is that right? Stigma? Yeah, yeah stigma. stigma or whatever. I, I asked my my brain doesn't see correctly. It has a stigmatism. No. Yeah. Uh, I, they carry this stigma with me that like I just think they're just crap. And I had the
1: same feeling too.
0: But they're not all crap. They're not. You know, and when this one surprised me. No. What now? What year was this? Like a seventy-eight? Or Seventy-one. 80? Seventy-one. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. So yeah, this we're is going back.
0: Yeah, this is going back when big men drove big cars. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was kind of weird because uh, I, it, the, in the '70s, I guess TV was like trying to like expand their horizons a little bit and compete more with the movie theaters. Oh. So I guess somebody on ABC got the bright idea: let's do a movie of the week. So they were coming up with all these like weird storylines, and I guess you know, like the Night Stalker was one of them. There was like you know stuff. There was a lot of sci-fi, but. One thing they had in common was on a lot of them they all had like downer endings, you know. Yeah. And it was just like which I, guess, I love. I guess somebody figured the seventies is you know Vietnam War, they're all like, this crap going on. Let's be down. They're like we'll bring those hippies back yeah, to earth. I'm telling you, you know. <laughs> they were trying to ground the hippies with like yeah I with guess nonstop so. like yeah, negativity. I guess so, but this was called. This is almost like an extended Twilight Zone episode in a way. You know, I mean, really, that's the way it feels It felt like Ray Bradbury could have wrote it or or, or something. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh,
0: this is cool, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, TV movies went for like, they're they're still doing them now, but the ABC Movie of the Week, I think it went through the late 70s. Maybe early '80s, and then for a while it became like a pilot ground for shows, maybe or whatever. Oh, like bounce the pilot off the off the audience. Like Kolchak it, was kind of like a pilot. if they dig it, then they yeah. then they, they roll. But then a lot of times stuff like Duel and uh, yeah. you know a few things like that, you know, they were like, and they were making movies like Satan School for Girls and yes. like all this weird like satanic crap i was like wow on network tv you know what yeah. the hell is that all about yeah. you know? i i we we did satan school for girls uh, <laughs> yeah. on dub 420 we scripted it but we never did it we, we you know you went from the 60s which was somewhat innocent somewhat th- towards the end not so much but then in the 70s it was like let it all hang out you know yeah, just
0: see, the tv of the 60s represented they portrayed American culture and American people, like, not how they were. Like, they still were in that, they wouldn't show the same bed, Mm -hmm. and they had to be married, stuff like that. Like, they still had this weird, like, facade on TV, like, you know, the Leave it to Beaver kind of feel, you know. So this stuff was probably, like, there's probably church groups calling to, you know. (sighs) End of world. End of days is upon us, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, they had that one with uh, uh, Linda Blair where she was raped in, in, in prison. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, this is like, oh, the most shocking TV movie of the week. And this was like, you know, you only had four channels back then, so, yeah. you know. We had three, you know, exactly. and that's it. Yeah, My whole so. life I only had three. Yeah, that's a, that's even better.
0: Yeah, and they, um, well, I remember, like, Linda Blair... She was, like, tra- traumatized from shooting that. Yeah. She did, like, these interviews where she was talking about that, and I'm like,
1: God, dang. She went from know? The Exorcist to that. You and know, that one, like... and,
0: and The Exorcist was nothing to her compared to what that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, wow, that was really creepy. That that was... Her talking about it was probably, by today's standards, even, like, her trauma, talking about the trauma, was probably worse than the actual scene. Oh, I've never, yeah. I've never seen it, but...
1: You know, I
0: don't know. Born I, Innocent, I, I, I think I, it's called. I, I don't like that kind of crap. And,
1: and I heard that when they re-released it on on VHS, they actually took out the the broom scene or whatever, that's which is yeah, the and that's like, the rape why scene. Why whatever. would you take that out? That's just no,
0: that's the selling point
1: to this I, I mean, garbage that, movie. That was you know? like the uh, that was like con- the controversy behind it. You know, it's like yeah, you know, whatever. You know, so. yeah, it's pretty anyway, weird. Anyway, back to the love war. Yes,
0: yeah, the love war. So basically. You know, we're introduced to what, uh, just the, the, what's the, who's the star of this? What's the, uh... Lloyd Bridges. Yes, Lloyd Bridges. Pre-Naked Gun and... <laughs>
1: and father of Jeff Bridges
0: yeah. and Bo Bridges. The Duder.
1: father, yeah. Father of the Big Lebowski. Formerly star of Sea Hunt, the uh, underwater TV show from the 60s. Oh,
0: man, I've never watched that.
1: Yeah, it shows up every once in is a while. Is it good? It's like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's fun. Nice. 60s, you know. Yeah. I mean, like you said, idealized and... The 60s were groovy. Some yeah, parts, they were very groovy. Some parts of it
0: were groovy, some parts of it were hokey. And that's yeah. a fine line. It
1: was a good hokey. It's a good hokey? The the, the hokey, the 70s hokey got a lot of crappier, as far as I'm concerned. Dude, they kept on trucking hard. Oh, <laughs> man. 70s hokey's not good, you know? <laughs>
0: they, like, how many high fives and, like, thumbs up did you see in the 70s? Like, hey, you know, like, yeah, thumbs you up know, like, and... High fiving each other. Oh, I'm like,
1: oh my yeah. God! What was that show with rerun and all that crap <laughs> or whatever? You know? Good times. No, 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 no. What's happening? What's happening? What's
0: happening? Then
1: What's happening? the eighties <laughs> you got even more hokey <laughs> with like Saved by the Bell and all that garbage. Sixties hokey has a grooviness to it that makes it like more legitimate because it was really the first of yeah. the first of its kind. The I, first of its kind always yeah. is going to have a little more legitimacy. Yeah. Then you know the pre the the, the you know the, the whatever precedes it or comes afterwards or whatever. Nice, that's so. yeah, true. Anyway, so the so love basically
0: war. Lloyd Bridges, we is we don't. Well, how soon do they like kind of reveal he's an alien? Pretty pretty well, early you know, on. Pretty
1: much when he's when he pulls out the the he's he shoots somebody with a laser. That's, oh, that's
0: right. It opens up with the chase scene where with he's the chasing, lasering,
1: right. and he's got that little like uh you know transporter thing when he's in the truck. Yeah. And he's like, you know, okay, I stop here. And the the driver's like, what do you mean stop here? Just stop here. Here's like, you know, a thousand bucks. And yeah. the driver's like, yeah, thanks, man. You know?
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And then that's they, a it, lot of money back now.
1: And then, like, I guess the little transporter that he has lets him know that somebody's there. So at that point, you're going, like, wow, you know, something weird's going mm, on. Is this here. an
0: intergalactic cop, or what do we got yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. So there's this chase scene with lots of shooting. And, um,. Did you did you notice that the girl that was the receptionist when they ran into that? I noticed that she was very
1: endowed. Endowed. Yeah. Oh my
0: god! I'm like, yes, I, I did Like, like that. It, it was weird. This was a bit character off to the right hand side of the screen, like not even facing the camera, not nothing. And and I'm like, what? <laughs> like
1: wow. Yeah, like, like, like I wanted to
0: pause because I was like. Oh my god! I'm looking at like a, a goddess. I mean,
1: like this is like this girl was really pretty. Yeah, because he's, he's needs to get to Fresno. She goes, "Well, the train's gone, but I'll show you." But but he, but you can take a bus. And the guy goes, "Well, how do I get on?" Kyle, I think is what he calls yeah. himself. So he goes, "How do I get on the bus?" I'll show you. And she steps out, and you go like, "Yeah." Well, okay. that's what.
0: But she was in the scene when he came running in and put the uh, glasses on. Mm-hmm. But she was off to the side. The very first frame, she's wearing this bright red sweater, but she's not in the frame. And I was like, whoa, she... I I, I saw her before she talked, before anything. And I I don't usually notice extras. Like, I look around at the atmosphere of the movie, but nobody usually stands out. And when he came running in, I was like, I watched her more than I watched the goofy glasses thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so this alien group dusts off the They Live fodder where they need the special glasses to see the aliens. (laughs) But I guess since it was done first, then, you know, Carpenter stole this from them.
1: Yeah, basically we f- basically we find out that he there's like three aliens from uh, one of them I forgot the planet I forgot what the planet's name was but what the one Lloyd Bridges is kind of like, yeah, like uh, Ab- fighting Abryon and Zylons Z- or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know. It was, yeah, and it's it was basically, A and Z, basically and it's basically yeah. they're fighting over the Earth right. now. If uh, Lloyd Bridges' people uh, planet wins the war because they don't want to have nuclear war because nuclear war destroyed their planet. And they became all like screwed up or whatever yeah, physically.
0: So basically, to... they're gonna fight over Earth with with uh, like four people or three people. Three like people each, yeah. Yeah. So each 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 civilization sent their representatives to Earth to their battle. best gunmen or whatever. Yeah, which I was like, wouldn't you send like instead of like Lloyd Bridges? Wouldn't it look like you know like Arnold Schwarzenegger and like Dirty Harry and yeah, like, like my soldiers would look but, a lot more. But at that soldier-ish. point,
1: at that point, Lloyd Bridges was still like very. Excuse me, manly, as they say. Yeah, but they,
0: but he, they were like wearing suits and stuff.
1: I was like, my guys would look kind of like they John, look, well, you know John what? Cena. You know what I mean? Like but you like, know what? Hey, the you th- know what? That's Man in Black, dude. Yeah, I know. They were wearing the Men in Black suits before we even talked about Men wow, in Black. you see. Know? So somebody must have been on some alien, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> this movie revolutionized everything. Yeah, they they got the Men in Black, including gigantic and, cars. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> And then they got the X-ray specs on too that lets them know. Dude, I
0: would kill somebody for a pair of those glasses. Yeah. They were like in the 80s. They came in the 80s. There was this um, that, as featured in Big Trouble in Little China, one of the Asian thugs comes into the into the scene with um, like they look like bug eyes with little tiny slits in them that the people looked out of. This was in the yeah, 80s, yeah. and it, that's what they looked like. Except they were made of aluminum and they had like an outward curl. Very yeah, cool, dude. Yeah. Those were the coolest glasses. Like, I want to reproduce them. I don't know how.
1: Like, I, I got to buy a 3D printer yeah, just so I can, yeah. like, you know, make these glasses again. Well, hey, with a 3D printer, if you print out a picture of uh, Anne margaret which should come to life, we
0: can only hope. But there's probably some, some kind of sans involved, but I, I'm, on okay. board. I'm on board with that, right, you know. All right, all right. You do Anne margaret I, I, I'll print out that lady from this movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just see, what, see if it works. And we'll do a show. <laughs> I'll print out 70s uh, Lonnie Anderson. Yeah, oh, go. that could be a list for next week. Who, who, who would you print out with a 3D printer? Oh, there you go. <laughs> i got to write that down before my D <laughs> brain forgets it.
1: <coughs> Whoa. Okay, keep going. All right. Well, anyway, so uh, as he's uh, endeavoring to go to uh, Fresno, which I guess is where he's going to fight his, uh, you know, combatant, he gets on the train, a bus, actually, not a train, and a uh, young well relatively young good-looking Angie Dickinson gets on too and she's like well all I have is like five bucks where can I get to and he's like well you know Fresno or whatever <laughs> so guys, <laughs> like down the street you like, so oh, okay. basically like Lloyd Bridges is sitting there and uh you know Angie just sits next to him and goes hey can I sit here or whatever and then they start you know talking it up a little bit
0: so uh the the bond is formed you know um yeah
1: there she's hitting on him basically. yeah she's hitting
0: on him which is like oh that's kind of weird you know picking him up or
1: whatever and um you yeah, know she seems very like down to earth so to speak yeah and uh he seems very like aloof and like you know alien, alien. as it were as it were <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah, nice uh, so uh you know they, they start having a conversation and you know she starts like asking him all this stuff and finally he goes well here's my stop i gotta get off and then, like, as soon as he gets off, she like, she like takes off right after him, and they yeah.
0: they go to that hotel room or whatever. Yeah, you know? she, I think she's trying to get busy with him, but he ain't having it. He's like just pine. He just looks out the window like I'm here on business, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. and and it's you know he he basically like spills the beans to her. Yeah. Afterwards, and then he she's like, what? And he goes like, well, here, take this pill, and uh, you know it'll help yeah. you deal with intergalactic
0: her. roofies, man. <laughs> he re, he roofied her it was crazy i was like what is this because she's like "All i see them how they are and um she like kind of does a cosmic freak out because it's the end of the 60s early 70s yeah and um and then she wakes up the next day and she's like oh okay well i'll still hang out here because even though i saw you as you really are I'm, i'm not afraid or whatever she said something weird like that like oh you know
1: it's yeah she it's, can deal with it which makes you like okay sure, I can hang okay. bro. This, is, this is like a good chick she's a sport you know <laughs> she's a sport she's a sport you know yeah. she, she can hang she can hang you yeah. know I'm an alien she digs it she's that's cool. scared that's cool so
0: then now the action picks up a little bit because uh now that the
1: other team starts to they show up and there's a gun battle he's well, like my, Look. well actually my favorite one of my favorite parts is when she goes to him he, she, he goes well you need to get me a car." She goes, "Okay." So he just whips out like $11,000 cuz I guess yeah, part of the re re you know, part of part of the deal to go on Earth is they're going to give you like, you know, 100,000 in cash or Yeah, whatever. yeah, just just tons of cash, whatever. So she goes out and gets him a car and she gets him a freaking 57 Buick or Yeah, whatever. and then
0: she like hands him back. She's like, "Well, I still have He gave her 11 he gave her $11,000 for a car and she gives him back $10,200." I was like, "What? So you you have $11,000 and you get an $800 car?" Um, whatever. So she, and he goes, I just keep it. He could care less. I mean, literally he's, he has all the money he needs and he's just there to shoot people. Yeah.
1: Basically, he's trying to, he's basically, if he lives, they'll be be spared.
0: And if she, and if he dies, then that's the end of the earth. Yeah. Very good premise. So you have all the major characters in place. The bad team is the team uh, from scorched earth is here. The team from yay earth is here. And, uh, you know, they just start. Shooting each other, you know, or they stu- they start
1: little t- by little. Little by
0: little, they start the tactics. Um, I think there's originally there's three from each team,
1: right? There's three from each team. So already already one from each team has been
0: shot knocked down. off. Right. right. So now it's just down to Lloyd Bridges and his lackey, and um, Doctor Evil and his lackey.
1: And his lackey is Daniel J Trevante who was in uh, Hill Street Blues, or he was either L A Law or Hill Street Blues. Huh. Later on, he was he was John he was Dan Trevanti with a Y on this one. But later he became Daniel J Travanti. So, wow, the yeah.
0: J classes that joined up a little bit. yes yeah, nice. so to speak. You know? All right, so they. <laughs> I forgot how like old cars when you when they used to lock up the brakes and stop, how they kept rocking back and forth for a while. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh yeah, dude. I I first remembered that like I, I watched the original Batman. Remember like the 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 50s Batman, where he, the Batmobile was just like a car. And Batman like slams it and dro- and park and jumps out to fight evil, and the car literally like kind of back back and f- went back and forth on the shocks for like half a minute on screen, you know, as he in the background, and it made me laugh. And then this this movie suffered from the same thing because the cars were so big, <laughs> yeah, they couldn't exactly. support the weight of them, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: yeah,
0: but they first they 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 do a shootout by the hotel.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which I think he Lloyd Bridges gets one of their guys.
1: He gets one of their guys, which yeah. makes
0: it that Planet Evil is down one. Well, one it has one guy left. And,
1: and Lloyd has his buddy with and Lloyd him. Lloyd has, has two. Trivanti. So they're
0: like, "Yay, we're 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 gonna win now!" So they hightail it out of Dodge and they go to like some just deserted ghost town.
1: Basically, they go to the old west.
0: Yeah, which you're like, huh? Why? What? Okay, whatever. I- I'm on board with this. They they were this was also a recruiting film for how great it is to film in California because yeah. like look how diverse we are we have orchards and we have a a bus and we have like a hotel and now we have you know a desert and now we have a western town so come film in, in yeah in,
1: come in, film a lot of sets yeah
0: here here they are so and then people came in droves because it was the 70s yeah but okay. anyway so Lloyd Bridges takes his girlfriend now they're kind of boyfriend girlfriend. Oh, and, oh, the whole time, they're talking about these. The, there's these special glasses to see the aliens, you know, but they never show you the aliens. No. And it keeps... That's like a very suspenseful thing. And I know part of it was done to save money, but it works in this... In this movie, it works because you're like, oh, I want to see them. Like, you want to see them and you know they're there because of how he's using the glasses and how the other team is using the glasses. But it's it's just cool. Like it. It's not. It doesn't dis- detract from the movie not showing it.
1: Right. Right. You know. Yeah.
0: And it's just like neat. And that comes back to play a little bit later. Yeah. Which yeah. is the the one of the greatest parts of this movie. Yeah. So basically, Lloyd Bridges bring and for some and the other thing, he's he brings his girlfriend to this thing, and I'm like, I don't know if I well, do that. But she wants to come along. Yeah, she's kind of forcing herself into the action, and and I I'd, I'd have been like, nah, hit the road toots, but whatever. Uh, so he Lloyd Bridges sets up with his partners on one end of the of the this western town this deserted western town, and Lloyd Bridges is on the other end, and the girlfriend stays with the other guy for some reason.
1: Yeah, he t- he tells her to like you know go back wh- go back. I'm gonna have a shootout with this guy or whatever because it's already mm-hmm. it's two on one at this point. So he he's
0: figured this is in the bag. Oh, and they find like a Scott. Uh, they, when they go into this western town. Oh that's it because the coordinates are like kind of determined by some big ruler of the game yeah, yeah. or something like that cuz they're like go to this place and they're like okay well we're going here now and he finds that there's like video cameras watching them so they t- they disable those. So the other team they they kind of say the whole time that the other team doesn't play fair but they do. Which is kind of like that's look how good guy we are.
1: Right right yeah.
0: And um and I think back to Spaceballs when you know Dark Helmet said, "The reason that bad always triumphs over evil, or the the reason that evil always triumphs over good, is because good is dumb."
1: Basically,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's a true a story by Dark Helmet.
1: Basically,
0: uh, so basically, um, what happens in that now?
1: Well, they have the big shootout. They the have, big they have Western the big shootout, shootout, but before that happens, right? I, uh oh, um, Angie Dickinson goes and he go go hide out, so she ends up with Daniel J. Travanti, right? And the Jay he,
0: makes it classy.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, <laughs> and she, uh, you know, while they're talking, he says, uh, he's got to go contact uh, somebody else. She turns around, she whips out a laser, and she goes, whatever is, I forgot what his name was, but he goes, hey, you know, Dan, what? Boom, zaps him, and you know, right now she's an alien. Yes, at this point. crazy. It's that a big reveal. And then when when it's funny because when the people die when they shoot him they put like a after they're dead they put like this little joy buzzer on them which turns them into yeah, fire that's or whatever, right you know, and they're, they're like, like, like
0: self-cleaning but it's like they, they screw it in mm-hmm. it's kind of cool yeah. and up to that point there was no inkling that she was a uh, an alien She Not played. All, no. she played it up like a ditzy blonde kind of thing exactly like, Sandy oh, was her name yeah she like goes, oh what's a car oh how what do you mean like every, yeah. she's so innocent
1: and she does it so well you know yeah she's good in it yeah yeah so they have the big shootout, and he, of course Lloyd, being the manly man that he is, yes he does. shoots down the other you know alien guy. So hey, good for you, good oh, for but the earth. Wasn't it like the standoff though?
0: They did the old western yeah, like they did the standoff, they did yeah. the standoff like line in the dirt kind of thing out in the middle of the town. Yeah. Where so instead of, so Lloyd gives up his vantage point, which was a the perfect place to pick somebody off. So instead of doing that, he does a macho thing, and that's dumb. And so anyway, he shoots the guy. And yay Earth!
1: Yay Earth! We're saved.
0: All right, man. Life's good. Let's go back to the '60s, flower power. Yeah. But wait.
1: <gasps>
0: dun dun dun. Uh, no, Sandy, you couldn't be a turncoat, but I am. Bablamo. Yep,
1: she's zaps him.
0: So she Sets zaps him. On him.
1: Fire, yeah. But
0: it, there was a point where he was like, there was a point where there was this big discussion. And he's like, look, we don't have to do this, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. We yeah, can
0: yeah. if they don't hear from any of us, they're gonna leave Earth alone you know yeah. and we could be we could just be a couple we you know we have feelings for each other you know that whole shtick like and you can tell she's thinking about it or whatever and then i think because she doesn't know anything about being a real woman or being loved and all this kind of crap like right. they go into a little bit more describing the other planets at this point right and right, then yeah. so you're thinking oh good we'll still win nope zap what Le- Lloyd, uh, Lloyd Lloyd not Lloyd Bridges um Lloyd Bridges Oh okay Lloyd Bridges laying on the steps of some dusty saloon
1: Oh uh, uh
0: and then she goes into her shtick like you know I I the only thing I know to do, to be is is the you know evil. Yeah she, she
1: I almost I almost became a woman but well no, not enough
0: I'm not so screw you So she walks off the glasses that he was wearing just fall on the ground Last shot is her as an alien through the like the lenses of the glasses. Yeah, it's a cool shot. It's a great shot because she's like turns around to look to like say, oh yeah, wow. you know he's dead, and then you see her as an alien, and it's very cool, you know. Nothing, no super high special no, effects no, or like budget, that, but completely. low budget, very cool ending. Um, I never thought I would be so gushy over a freaking TV movie. It's really good. It yeah, was really, definitely good. It was yeah. well written. It was. Just action y enough that you watched it. Not you know, there was no lulls. Uh, and then at the end, uh, the earth the earth is done. We're screwed. The end.
1: The end. She walks away. Yeah, that's it. That's it.
0: They don't show Earth blowing up or anything like that, but you know that's the fate's been sealed and
1: yeah. Yeah. that's the end of it. So. And then part two becomes they live.
0: Yes. So evil did triumph over good because good was stupid. So what do you have to say about this movie? You know, what what, 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 what do you I'm gonna give it an eight. An eight? Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely ring in right around there. i will say a seven-five, you know. Um, I don't even know why I would take some. I guess I'd take some off for it because it's a TV movie. But, man, you got to give it the love. This is a great movie.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um,
0: And seeing, I did not realize that was Angie Dickinson. Really? I I only knew old Angie Dickinson.
1: That was around the time Police Woman.
0: No, I know, no, but I mean like old. Oh. Oh. I I never I never saw her <laughs> a lot when she was young, and then and now that you say that, I was like, oh, that was her,
1: you know. So they were they pulled some real stars for this thing. Yeah, well, you know, at that point they were like not. I mean, at that point, Angie Dickinson was getting ready to do TV anyway, so right. oh, why not? Yeah. So basically, we would say uh, this is definitely a watch. You know. Oh, most oh, most definitely. Check it out I'm, if you can find it. I was
0: gonna say where you're gonna find it. You know, it's on the torrents, but yeah. I don't I don't think it's anywhere else. No, that's the problem you run into with this stuff. A lot of the stuff that was campy and culty from TV and stuff is there. You know, you'll be able to watch Friends every day of your life for all eternity, but stuff like this just kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. You know, what was that one? truck driving TV movie that they did on MST that uh, it was just two good old boys and they were, sh- they were it was a, it was totally like keep on truck in mid 70s uh, oh Riding with Death yeah I don't
1: know it
0: was just some TV movie and, and that that kind of stuff is just gone forever you know yeah. alright I guess that's gonna do it for me Mao and my sick but trudging along co-host Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown We'll see you next week with the with a new twist on new our twist, show. Yeah. We're going to be breaking out. We're breaking all the rules. We're breaking out all over and we're going to be doing something completely different. Oh, two different, completely different things. Two different. Our list is going to be different. How well, our list for next week is not a top 10, it's something crazy. And next week we're going to be doing a very
1: unique twist on a very special slow robot. A very special job.
0: slow robot. When we talk about our feelings, bro. It's a cream dream.